Hello, and welcome to Anime Audio Commentary. Today, I'll be commenting over episode 2 of One Punch Man. If you would like to watch along, start watching now. So, the last episode ended with a sort of, um, I guess a little bit of a cliffhanger with an as-yet-unintroduced character examining a bunch of cows that appear to have been, I guess, dehydrated severely. They were a bunch of emaciated corpses. So, Saitama's just going about his daily life, and apparently there's a... A big mosquito outbreak going on. So all these things are apparently related. Now this, in my mind, is uh, one of the more interesting scenes in One Punch Man. Because despite his immense power, Saitama struggles to swat a single mosquito. And for as much as he talks about how he really doesn't feel much of anything anymore, he certainly appears to feel a frustration at being unable to kill the mosquito. I guess when you think about it that way, the Mosquito is the worthiest opponent he's had in quite a while. So we have an emergency broadcast here. And I think this is the first mention of the different threat levels with this being classified as a threat level demon. And of the four threat levels in the anime, that's like second lowest, I believe.
So all this mosquito swarm is sort of rampaging through City Z and everybody's been warned to stay inside. It appears there are some ruffians who would take advantage of the chaos to start robbing places. Now, I feel that this scene is specifically there to sort of show the danger of what constitutes a demon level threat. This kind of reminds me almost of um, those scenes from The Mummy with Brennan Fraser. You know, those scarab beetles that would devour people. Pretty gnarly way to die. So, considering how those mosquitoes literally drain that guy to a shriveled husk, they, they certainly aren't anything to uh, be negligent about. So now the plot thickens somewhat because there's a uh, a sort of humanoid mosquito in charge of the swarm. And that interesting character from before is, I suppose, challenging the mosquito. So right off the bat, this guy is highly mechanical in nature, so he seems to be a pretty good matchup against these mosquitoes. It doesn't seem like even if the mosquitoes could drain blood from him, it would have much effect, seeing as how most of his body appears to be mechanical. So as well off as he was against the regular swarms of mosquitoes, um, he's not faring too well against the humanoid mosquito monster. Well, I'll take that back. I guess they're going eye for an eye here. He lost an arm, but in turn he tore off her legs below the knee.
So the the humanoid mosquito in charge is sort of recalling all the various swarms to give her all the blood they've collected. And this cyborg here has noticed that it's likely that the blood serves a greater purpose than just being food. So Saitama shows up, and he doesn't really grasp the gravity of the situation. But then again, it doesn't really matter to him one way or the other. It wouldn't pose much of a threat to him, even if he did understand exactly what was going on. So now the mosquitoes are getting pretty serious. They're swarming through City Z like a tidal wave. And there's sort of like some, I guess you would call it flood imagery, where they, they break through windows as they're passing by. But even that, even the flood of mosquitoes doesn't really prove that much for the cyborg. He just sort of vaporizes them all. So Saitama shows off his superhuman durability by being caught in that firestorm. Hardly even singed, except for his clothes, which have been incinerated utterly. So, despite all of that, the, uh, the humanoid mosquito, she appears no worse for wear. And after having had all the blood deposited... She's regrown her legs, and considering she can now uh, cut straight through buildings, things aren't looking good for the cyborg. Yeah, the mosquito's making pretty short work of him now. She's just hacking him to pieces. I guess it's kind of a testament to how tough he is, considering he's still alive despite being in so many pieces. But that said, you know, he's really not in good shape. And as as he's just uh, preparing to self-destruct, we get little little hints of plot thread. Of course, Saitama doesn't care very much for any of that, and he just sort of squashes the big mosquito and splatters her all across the building. That's some of the nice comedic timing that I really like about One Punch Man. The cyborg was making it all serious about how, man, sure sucks that I'm about to die, but all I can do is self-destruct. And Saitama just swats the mosquito like the insect it is. Now, One Punch Man is really good about wrong-footing you. So now we have the cyborg again, and 
He clearly feels indebted to Saitama. He calls him sensei or master. And Saitama tells him, you know, you don't have to do that, but Genos, he, he just doesn't care. He's not taking no for an answer. So we have a sort of misunderstanding here. Because Genos automatically assumes that because Saitama is so strong that he must be a cyborg or otherwise mechanically augmented as well. When in reality that's just not the case. So Genos is sort of giving his sad backstory about how he came to be. Saitama wasn't too interested in him to begin with, so I'd imagine he doesn't really care now. You know, what Genos is describing is almost like something out of the plot from Cyborg 009. Or something like that, or Common Rider. <laughs> Genos just keeps on going and going and going, and Saitama just can't make himself care about it. He almost sort of talks circularly. Like he just keeps going around and around hitting on the same points over and over again. So, now the plot thickens a bit. We sort of, uh... Go over to this, I guess, scientist of sorts. And he mentions that Mosquito Girl was merely a prototype. So it sounds like there are very likely other monsters here. And all of them would be stronger than Mosquito Girl was. Which bodes poorly for Genos, but... It probably doesn't matter to Saitama at all. 
So Saitama ultimately decides to take Genosan as his disciple. But before he can uh, give him the scoop on what training would entail, a monster barges into Saitama's house, only to be immediately and horrifically killed. So Genos, impetuous as ever, goes to take care of the monster so Saitama doesn't have to bother himself. But none of it really matters. Saitama's too quick for him. So ultimately, there's about half a dozen monsters here, one of which appears to be a cyborg, thus triggering Janos. So all these monsters here appear to be a strike force sent by the House of Evolution, which I guess were the uh, the group that created Mosquito Girl. I guess the idea here is that they want to uh, either kill Saitama or just study him or something to that effect. Or kill him so they can study him. So as this giant lion monster approaches Saitama, his nonchalance irritates it. You know, it's a mixture of Saitama's utter strength and his unassuming appearance that sort of breeds this I guess you'd call it like a calm arrogance that really pisses everyone and everything off. Because he knows he can beat anything up, but he doesn't look like he can. And much more imposing looking things take offense. You know, he even takes the time to like shake dirt out of his pants and ignoring a monster just because the dirt's uncomfortable. So the Beast King starts 
rampaging and destroying things, but none of it matters. He's not fast enough to hit Saitama. He just sort of moves minimally out of the way. I like the slow motion here because it shows the utter nonchalance of Saitama dodging what would otherwise be an impressive attack. And conversely, Saitama counters with his own special technique, consecutive normal punches. And once again, his punches are so potent that it utterly destroys the upper torso of the Beast King. While Saitama had his bout with the Beast King, it appears that Genos managed to best Armored Gorilla. Which is, I guess, a point in his favor, considering how he got utterly trounced by Mosquito Girl. Armored Gorilla tells Genos that, you know, you have no chance of defeating the Beast King, but then Saitama shows up with one of his... Detached eyeball saying, is this the guy you're talking about? <laughs> it immediately forces a change in attitude in the armored gorilla. So we have a little after credit scene showing the House of Evolution and they're all a flutter about how the strike team they sent after Saitama was completely eliminated.
And interestingly, they all appear to be clones of the same person. So, according to this trailer, the next episode will, I guess, continue the conflict with the House of Evolution. Alright, well, that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, tune in for the next episode. See you, Space Cowboy.